0: welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Off-Ball Podcast. Today we got football standout, Quay Boyd, as my man, uh, just met him recently, but tight end, West Alabama, Uh, you know, we're going to get into all of that, but we're really excited to have him on. You want to say something to the people? I'm
1: just glad, you know, to be doing something like this, man. I ain't had anything so long. I'm just, you know, blessed to have the opportunity to keep y'all boys rolling, man.
0: So uh, I know you and Trey, y'all from the same city. So I was really going to let Trey take over the majority of this, and I'll just, you know, give in a little feedback. But this is a real reunion for both of y'all, so it's pretty cool to see that. So I'm glad that I can be a part of that, too. So, Trey, you can go ahead and take over if you want to, man. Yeah, I, I ain't seen Corey in two years. But been a little minute, bro. Yeah, yeah,
2: but uh, there's definitely a uh, – my, uh, one of my big bros, he uh, showed me the ropes back in high school and everything. We've been in contact since then. You know, it's a for life thing. From the same city, not too many of us really make it out to do anything like like either of us have done, making it to college, being able to play sports in college as well. So it's uh it's definitely gonna be a forever bond. But uh, speaking about our city, Lafayette, Alabama, uh, just just give me uh, your take on what it means to be from there and what it means to.
1: Like you said, it ain't many people that come from our city, you know, to go to college and do what we did. And I mean, yeah, you have some people that, you know, praying for your downfall. But I say for the fact, as a whole, man, it's like just one big family. It's, especially like when it comes to sports, you know how, you know how they go like <laughs> black and gold. You know how? I mean, it just, it's just amazing, man. I, mean, I'm like so blessed to be from that smaller town, man.
2: Yeah, definitely. I feel the same way, man. It's it just when you look back on it and you look at all the things you had to overcome just to get to where you were, It's it's really, it's really remarkable. Like you're not like neither of us supposed to be where we at today, but by the grace of God and by our hard work and dedication, you know, we was able to make it out. Cause you already know the story. Like majority of people to have you know a good high school career and then that's it, and that and they'll just be you know in the fed doing whatever for the rest of their life but you know, fortunately God blessed us with a way out and you know, we're trying to do the best, you know, with the opportunity. Back to the sports uh, piece of, you know, back in high school, you was, you arguably one of the best athletes to ever come out of high school, I feel like, you know, and you played every sport it seemed like basketball, football, track, baseball, everything. Uh, Just talk about like how it all started, like with you in sports and all these different sports, like what made you do everything basically?
1: Um, Well, I guess it all started from when I was, you know, growing up, like uh, we had I got so many cousins, man, like they just so active, like and we got together we wanted to do something. No matter what ball it was, we finna go outside and do whatever it was. And so I, I mean I take that to high school now, like ninth grade, all I did was all I did was basketball and football at that time. But then I thought, people start talking to me about, you know, you need to do track. You need to do baseball. I didn't play baseball until I was, like, 13. I played it for, like, two years and just let it go because it took too much time from, like, basketball. So high school, get here, people start telling me about track and baseball and – I guess when I started playing baseball, I mean you playing baseball on that team too, matter of
0: fact.
2: Yeah, I don't want to talk about the baseball days, man. That was that was not it. That was my first time playing my freshman year, your uh, your junior year. It was my first time playing baseball ever, and I always wanted to play because I used to like watching it. And I played that one year, rode the bench, hated the sport, hated everything. I never played baseball again. Plus, we went to the uh, we went to the championship. So, I mean, in basketball, I was like, I mean, it's no reason
1: for you to play anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, it was like, so me just playing baseball, you know, like I said, I had so many Cousins that used to, you know, bribe me to play like Ocho and 110. They used to tell me, man, come play baseball, man. Come play baseball. Like, I ain't playing baseball, man. I ain't got time to be doing all this. <laughs> you know, I ain't really like being in the in the heat, because, you know, baseball, we playing in the heat. Unlike football, you playing up under the lights at like 7 o'clock. So, play baseball, I actually liked it. But it was just I had to drop it because it was just too much on me. Cause track and baseball ran into like the same season, so I just had to I had to just drop that back, man, and just go do track. Yeah, so you were know. just a legit athlete, man. You just did it all, no matter what. I mean, whatever. Hey, if it's a sport, I'm finna try to play it, man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know yeah, if you, you, you played the mini sports now. You didn't gain too much weight, man. You, you didn't got too fat, bro. <laughs> I don't got too big,
1: man. It's ridiculous man. <laughs>
2: You
1: the body, I, I, think I, I think I was in high school. High school, I was like 190, and now I'm like 258 to 260. Ooh,
0: hey, look at that weight room! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that weight room, guys, I see
2: it. <laughs> yeah, that ain't just the weight room. That boy be eating good. He be eating real good too. Yeah. Uh, to go back to that, you say you play all the sports. Uh, specifically, you know we had our connection through basketball and everything. Yeah. And I know uh, I told, Kim, I think I'm pretty sure I told Keem that you were the uh, best high school basketball player. I feel like I played with and scene. Uh, seen. Uh, do you did you ever regret or did you ever think about playing co- college basketball? You know, cause you know you know everybody really wants you to play basketball. But you love football, so I, I I love what you love. I'm glad you took football. But you know, did you ever think about it?
1: This story is it, crazy because like you probably own one of the first uh, first people on property to tell the story to. It's like everybody knew I was like I liked the basketball, but I guess that got so overwhelming, like because people were just what you gonna do? What you gonna do in basketball? Like what what school's looking at you? And yeah. I like I I kind of. I kind of went away from the game. Like, I had I had offers that people do not know. Like, I actually had a big offer from Western Kentucky. Like, and I I was thinking about going to play, but, the, you know, it's just that football, that football was in my heart, man. Like, basketball fun don't get me wrong. I love the game. Like, I learned so much. And, you know, people just looked up to me from, from playing the game. For sure. But it's just like, football just had this magical feeling over me, man. I, I just couldn't <laughs> let go. It was it's some it, it just something about playing up on them lights, man. It just to do something to you and it just like it's no other feeling like it, man. Like, yeah, I agree,
2: man. I, I, you gotta change what you love. I definitely had a little uh, a little love for football for the two years I played. But, you know, basketball was that's 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 my heart. So I
1: definitely agree with yeah. you, man. You gotta do what you, you love. I had, I had I had like multiple offers, like my mama don't even know I had these offers because i give the letters and i just stash them away because I ain't want to play. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man? She's going to be mad when she sees this. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: had, I had um, matter of fact, I still got all my offer letters from basketball in this big bin and she, I mean, she, I'm pretty sure she went through the bin, but she had oh, right. I had Western Kentucky, I had Louisiana Lafayette, I had UAB, I had, um, Tennessee State, you know, just Troy. I had like schools like oh, that. Oh, these are good schools. These are some good schools. School. <laughs> yeah, and when I, I like, opened open the letter, they're like, this your official offer. I'm like, no, I ain't playing basketball. So I close it and I just stack it open, <laughs> put it down, and just like, I ain't playing basketball, man. Man,
2: I went to Hampton, I had not went to Hampton, but dang, I mean, I I really tried to get basketball offers. I
1: didn't have those offers. I
2: I, I salty, <laughs> man. Dang, you just throw away offers.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, funny part, the funny part about the whole basketball thing, like I had one football offer and it was a JUCO. It was a junior college. Yeah. And I took it and just ran with it, man. So I, I said I wanna play football, I don't matter what level it was, I just wanna I wanna keep playing the game. So I got their call. They said they want to offer me a full ride. I, I took it and ran with it. So tell us about that. Like, where'd you end up? Uh, where'd you end up going to? Oh man, I you know, going to um, Jones County Junior College, in Mississippi, middle of nowhere. Like, there's nothing to do in Ellettsville, Mississippi. Man, uh, it, it was hard at times. It was hard at times because you go from being a starter, a star of your high school football team to Going to this JUCO, with everybody, I'm talking about everybody trying to make it out. Every man for themselves, man. Like, mm-hmm. and just going from from playing all all your games in your senior year to playing just a couple games for limited minutes. Football, like, it, it was hard, man. Was hard. I'm glad I took that route though. When- yeah.
2: I feel like you had to take that route because you know Coker or whatever, he wasn't helping nobody. Like, if. If you looked at the skill position on on your senior team, like it's no way that there was at least at least three or four of y'all should have signed D one. Like it, it's no way that that shouldn't happen. Like, I mean, you got all state athletes. Like, like the team basically the skill position won the state in track. So it's it it's sad how y'all didn't have that support from the football staff.
1: Like, yeah, I think the only somebody that really went to a bigger school was um Joe Coleman man. I ain't got nothing bad to say about it, but you know, it is what it is now. Yeah, it's <laughs> so weird now.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, how long were you at the uh, Juco until you made that
1: next move? Oh, man. It was, uh, I was there for three years because my second year I got hurt. I threw my arm, um, threw my collarbone, man. And it, mm-hmm. it put me in a bad place. Like, like, I I don't say I was like dropping out, but I lost focus on what while I was there, like you no know, scholarship. And but when I got hurt, cause all I knew, all I ever known was like ball. That's all I ever known was ball. And like when once that was taken away from me, I went to this dark place, and I had to find my way out of it. Like my grades got bad. I actually I actually lost my scholarship. I lost my you know, my meal plan, my, my dorm. And so I'm, I'm between staying, like, with teammates. I'm sleeping on the floor. They got futons, you know, futons. Like, you know, I'm going from, like, different dorms. So I might end up on one end of the dorm one week. Then next week, I'm going to end up on the end of the dorm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, it was a struggle. It was a struggle, but it made me who I am now. And I say, um, after I was done with Jones, I really didn't love the game anymore. So, you know, I took time away from the game. I went back home and, you no know, spent time with my family. Like, the time I missed while I was in JUCO. And, uh, I didn't know graduating. And, um, I was qualified. So, one of my coaches that was uh, at Jones, he was at the, at, the, at the school down in West Alabama. He called me and was like, hey, you know, you ever graduated from Jones? I was like, uh, yes, sir. He said, what you feel like playing or how you feel about playing football again? I said, man, coach, I don't know, man. I ain't no more, man. I don't know, coach, He said, hey, he said, I looked, at, I looked at my own your transcript. and you good to go, you can play. You got the GPA, you can play anywhere, man. He said, you want to play? I was like, yeah. at that time, I was coaching at my high school. I was helping the receiver coach uh, in my high school. And I was talking to, matter of fact, I was talking to the player. I was like, Hey. I just got the call, one of my coaches was like, he want me to come back and play the games." I asked them how they felt about it because I didn't want to just, you know, up and leave them.
0: Yeah.
1: So, they said, man, they said, coach, man, take it, man. We'll play ball. We know what you can do. it will play ball. So, uh-huh. once they told me that, I talked to my mom and I went and took it and just played the game again, fell in love with it, love with it again.
0: I just want to, like, go back and touch on when you said you got injured how it put you in a really bad place because i know a lot of athletes when they have these injuries like i know trey is just coming off of injury but usually being away from a sport that you get to play and you get to love for so long and you are forced to sit down and sideline and actually think about like your career and everything like what do you think was the main thing that was really helping you get through i know it was a rough time but you know rough times never last so yeah. like what
1: is one thing that you think that really like helped you get through that one hard thing, time? One thing that helped me get through that hard time was people always telling me, you ain't gonna be doing that, man. You're gonna be right in the field with the rest of the great athletes that didn't make it out. And I and that right that was in like just the back of my head, every every game I missed, it was in the back of my head. Like, you ain't gonna be doing that, he ain't gonna be doing that, he ain't gonna never be doing that. Like I fight that saying everywhere I go. Like I got it on bathroom windows, like little notes, and like every time I see that, it pushed me even farther. So, like, I ain't gonna say I liked it, the, the little fan they would tell me, but I'm grateful for it, cause it, it brought me out of that dark, it brought me out of that dark place. And of course, my mama was there at all times. Like, she would actually come out of pocket paying for school so I could finish, sending me money so I can eat, you know and stuff like that, man. So, my mama and then they little saying they just brought me out of that dark spot. My
0: mother's. I love my mother's. I'll tell you what. My <laughs> mom's always hold us down, you I swear. <laughs>
2: no matter what you do, they're always going to be there for you. Huh? They're be there, I man, no matter what's going on. That's That's crazy. Damn, man! I ain't, even, I, ain't go, like, I didn't even know all the details in your story, you know, because I when you was going through your stuff, you know, I was up in Hampton. And I, I kind of was like in a different world at that time, and, just, yeah. and I was always wondering, like I used to talk to OT or Ocho or something like that about you know stuff that's going on uh, back home, whatever. And I just knew that you had got hurt, but I didn't even know all the other stuff that went along with that. So, dang, man, it, it's crazy how you made it out of that, bro. <laughs> I try, I
1: try to, I try to like stay like low key, cause you know you don't want everybody, you know, in your business and stuff. Yeah. I was just trying to grind my way back out of there so I can
2: get back on top. Like, when people know stuff, there's even more noise over what you're doing. Like, sometimes you just got to let people think what they're going to think and just keep doing what you got to do. But, uh, yeah, so you made it out of that dark place. Before the before the West Alabama, uh, what, weren't you supposed to go to UAB uh, before they got their, their program shut down?
1: Yeah, I posted on with UAB. I committed. Like, you know, UAB, like, two hours away from fit. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking like I'm at home, man. So you know, I'm, I'm on top of the world, now. Yeah. if I don't be at home playing, but you know, unfortunately, you know, they um program closed down. I was, you know, with no, I was left with nothing. I had no idea they was even in that situation. Damn you nothing. Like I was, I was blind to it myself. This was after JUCO. This was
0: uh, so after you finished playing JUCO, you said you came back home. we coaching. Is that when the UAB? first came to you nah, or when I was when I was there okay when you were at the juco okay yeah and then that fell through so you had to go ahead and finish it out and then once you finish it out you came back started coaching yeah and then that's when you got that phone call for West Alabama Correct. so you obviously took it
1: how'd it go oh man I had many I had many great times here I mean I went from from playing for two years to three years, because I got my medical shirt back from when I was okay. at JUCO. Okay. And so, I mean, my first year, it was a, it was a, it was a hard transition because I go from JUCO from playing quarterback to coming to the 2 playing tight end. So, okay. All I ever known was quarterback, and like when I got here, it was it was different because they were telling me now I got to be this, this guy got has got to block sometimes and then go outside and run some routes. I mean, I, once I got the concept of it, it was – I ain't going to say it was easy, but it was still hard because I'm going against, like, great players, players who coming from D Division one schools, dropping down D2, you know, because of their situations. Mm-hmm. So, once I just got the hang of it, I just didn't look back at all and just kept it going. So, when you were playing quarterback, are you pocket or are you trying
0: to Mike Vicky, you getting out and, and running you, <laughs> and pocket with it?
1: <laughs> I I I'll say I was a little bit of both because I wasn't that fast, but I could I could move to be my side. So Okay. I throw, I might come one drive might come throw the ball seventy yards down the field, and that drive might run 50 yards down the field, man. It takes off.
0: You seem burn it
2: was His role model was Cam, man. He's a baby Cam out there.
0: Y'all going to Cam forever, man. I'll tell you what.
1: I I tried to do everything that man did. I even started dressing like it, man. <laughs> oh, man, that's too much. Took,
2: too I much. My whole,
1: my, my whole game, like, my whole swag on the football field was just like Cam, dude. Nah, he's really when I look back on it. It was kinda of, it was kinda of crazy. I'm really taking another man's swag. Just, <laughs> <laughs> hey but Kobe did it to Jordan so it's all good. I man. You still live, my idol though. Right?
2: you if you finished up at West Alabama this year, right?
1: Uh I finished playing yeah. I uh, I actually graduated in twenty eighteen. Like my graduate year that I played this past year. So what are your plans coming up next? Oh man, you know, um, after the season, I was training really hard, you know, for pro days and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, you know, COVID hit hard for everybody. Yeah. So I pro days. I really didn't have. I really didn't have no scouts at my pro day because you know they couldn't travel. So we mm-hmm. had to everything was virtual. So we had to uh, record all uh, my drills and stuff like that. So. I ended up having a pretty good pro day, hoping – I was hoping to get a call, you know, in the NFL draft, but because of that COVID, you know, everything was on pause. And now I'm still talking to a couple teams, but they keep telling me, like, you know, it's hard enough because they're not evaluating, like, tight ends and stuff like that. So we don't know – so they don't know what they really got until they start, you know, everything open up start practicing. And all they telling me, you know, keep training. You know, they call coming. So I'm just being patient, man. Train and staying out of the way and just, you know, hope I get that call in the future.
2: You know, whatever happens with the NFL, like you play whatever whenever you get done playing, whatever, what do you think you're gonna be doing, you know, after You think you're gonna start back coaching again?
1: Yeah. in that time, man, I, I love all the sports, so whatever whatever coaching job available with a ball, I'm gonna take it, man. Like, <laughs> baseball, basketball, football, track, I'm hey, I'm I'm gonna go for it, man. I always, I always want to give back because, you know, we ain't had that many people in our community, you know, hip like like we were like we are doing now. So I always want to be like, you know, that person that give back to the community, no matter where I'm at. Yeah, I
2: definitely agree with that. I definitely got coach aspirations uh myself. Uh probably won't be coaching, you know, at the Fed, but I'll probably be doing camps and stuff in the future over the summer, you know, having, you know, programs and stuff set up. Because like you said, like we don't we don't really have those resources. Like our town is less than four thousand people. My school was more than 4,000 people. <laughs> so it's like you really don't have any, any resources, you know, where we're from. So the people like us that are blessed enough to make it out, we definitely got to give back because if we don't, then, you know, nobody will.
0: I, I know I respect Trey a whole lot just from his upbringing. And I feel the exact same kind of, like, spirit and, and, and you know, love for, for your game and your community that he has. So, you know, I really just want to wish you well in everything that you are pursuing. Uh, I want you to know that, like, uh, with our, you know, off ball podcast, MTTG, if you need anything, don't don't be afraid to hit me up. We're going to make sure that we link and get everybody's information. But if you can hit me up if you need anything. I'm always open. But um, the second thing is just, I know you guys spoke on it really quickly. You guys were saying that where you're from is very tough for people to make it out especially with, you know, whatever sport they want to play, just to stay focused and locked in. And I think that's one of the most important things about giving back is to help other people realize that when we get to certain levels, that it really is a blessing. Like, you see everything that's going on with the racial violence and things like that going on now. Like, it's really a blessing for us to make it this far. So I just want you to know, and everybody else that's like listening, to know that like, we are blessed and we're meant to be here, so no matter how far you get down, just remember, like, you, you're meant to be here and just keep on going strong, brother. Like, just keep on going strong.
1: I appreciate that, man. I appreciate both of y'all taking the time, you know, for me to tell y'all my story. You know, I don't really tell it to, you know, people, man, but, you know, I guess that coming, you know, me trusting Trey, you know, you a king, you know, obviously, Trey trusts you as well, so, you know, you're good in my books, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: man, we definitely appreciate you, bro. You know, you know, it's all love over here, man. You know, I always looked up to you, looked to you as a, as a big brother. And I, like kid said, man, you know, always you can always reach out to me, reach out to us. You got your back, and we definitely appreciate appreciate you for opening up and sharing because it's not always the easiest thing to do. You know, I'm a I'm a closed person, and you know, this whole YouTube thing is not really something that's you know sort of in my character, really. You know, for me, to do doing you doing something like this. I was
1: shocked when you thought you know being all out on YouTube and stuff
2: like that. I said, man, it's like a, it's a light little bro, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, definitely, uh, it definitely was a, a little shakeup in my life right there, man. I was at, a, I was at a, a tough time and I felt like I needed to to, to reach out and do things differently. You know, I had to change things, get things situated, you know, just get out of my comfort zone because you're going to be put in uncomfortable situations in life, so you got to be prepared for anything and start repairing
0: each day for how you live, you know. You got any shout-outs you want to make, man? You know, tell people
1: about Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want to say. Uh, I just want to shout-out, you know, back home, LeFet, man. You know, y'all the reason I'm doing this, man. Y'all the reason I'm steady, here for my dreams. You know, they, young, young kid, it was bad, man. I was bad as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> people, people they think I was going to be this, you know. I just want to let everybody know, like, it don't matter how you are growing up, just, all, it, all it takes is one little change of life, and Hey, you can be on top of the world, man. All
0: right, man. We about to go ahead and close it. Uh, you know, I like to wear jerseys for the sports teams. I don't have no cam, but I had the old school Michael Vick. This is yeah. the uh, need to take Michael Vick jersey. I had to bring it out for my football fan. <laughs> I got a couple of jerseys in the, in, the, in, the, um, in the weight. In, in the weight. And I can't wait to pop him out. But yeah, man, we're really happy to have you on the Off Ball Podcast, Quay Boyd, everybody. So you know what I'm saying? Stay tuned for our next episode. I appreciate
1: you guys, man. No problem, bro. We appreciate you.